Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Paintball Magazine Podcast. I am Martello and this episode we're going to be talking to Reaper or David Justin all the way from the United States. Thank you very much uh, to David for joining us and uh, chatting on this episode. But before we get on to that, um, just a quick update. It's been probably a couple of months since our last episode. Lots and lots of things have been going on, obviously with the COVID-19 situation here in the UK and around the world. Things have gone a little bit topsy-turvy. I'm going to update you with some games. Um, Obviously, all the dates have shifted around and moved. So probably the big one for the scenario guys out there is North versus South, um, which was supposed to have happened already on the back holiday in May. Um, that has now moved to the 31st of July to the 2nd of August weekend. Obviously, all these dates are to be, you know, to be advised as of when things are going to happen. Because that one has moved to last weekend of July, first weekend of August, that has pushed back the Superheroes game um, kindly. Thank you very much, guys, for, for moving away. Way. Um, that has now been moved to the 2nd to 4th of October weekend. Um, the Mayhem Big Game is still penciled in for August 25th. Obviously, that is a few weeks ahead. We are on the 14th of, was it 14th of June as we record this? So, yeah. Um, is 14th of June? Yeah, 14th of June. Um, so, yeah, we've still got a few weeks and we don't really know what's going to be happening. Um, question marks over sites opening within the next few weeks and whether there'll be restrictions in place etc but there will be more news from Roddy and the guys at Mayhem um, with regards to that speed weekend again that was supposed to have been last weekend um, that has uh, going to be moved I don't think they've announced a date as of yet uh, so keep an eye on the Facebook page for that um, Oklahoma D-Day which we were supposed to be attending has been cancelled to 2021 so have to wait a little while before we get back out there but uh, yep that one's been uh, postponed to next year as well Borderlands um, that is going to be on the 11th of September so again we're, we're packing in more dates towards the end of the year our own game Red vs Blues uh, 5th of July we don't know what's happening with that one yet. We're waiting on the site, waiting for the government to decide what they're going to do, waiting for word for the UKPSF, etc., to see whether we can open. Obviously, if we do, uh, social distancing will more than likely apply, as well as possibly capped numbers on that one as well. But we don't know what's happening yet, so dates to be announced and what's going to be happening for that. Um, on to MagFed OMG. Dates as they are are still standing obviously with social distancing, but again, keep an eye on the website. That's only MagFed Games, OMG on Facebook. Um, yeah, uh, more details from them guys as they come out. UK Woodland Masters. We should have had round three already. Um, I, I don't. Did any rounds go ahead? I, I'm not sure on that one. Um, the guys have stated on their Facebook page that they won't be rescheduling scheduling any dates. Uh, instead, they'll just start the season again as and when they can really so again keep an eye on social media for updates on that nxl uk um or nxl europe no none of the dates have gone ahead unfortunately uh, it doesn't look like um, the uk one will be going ahead at the cpps either talking of cpps 
they have announced that they will be starting the season. Obviously, we had our pre-season cup at the beginning of the year and then the COVID hit and everything locked down. So they have come up with a solution of basically limiting the amount of people on site on one day. So they will go ahead with the rest of the season, but it'll only be one division per day. Uh, for example, starting the 8th of August, we'll be having breakout, breakout division. And then the following day will be Div 5. Then the next weekend, uh, 15th of August, will be Div 4, followed by Div 3 on the 16th. And then the next weekend, Div 2 on 22nd, Div 1 23rd. And then the weekend after that will be the Elite all weekend, obviously. Um, can't have lots and lots of people on site at one go, so they're having to spread it out so the divisions can get their, their time in uh, for games. Obviously, that puts a bit of pressure on us as a paintball magazine for covering the events because literally uh, looking at it, it's block book every single weekend through August, September and October. Um, that's just not possible for us to do. So we'll be looking at what events we can attend and uh, contacting the teams that book for photography, etc. Um, and possibly rolling over to the next year or issuing refunds. I don't know what we're going to do yet, um, but it's, yeah, difficult to squeeze everything in. Um, our Operation Zodiac game will be in Croatia uh, on the island. We'll now be going ahead September 2021. Logistically, pretty impossible to run an overseas event um, in, a, in a few months. So yeah, we, we just took the decision to postpone that. However, a little bit of uh, serendipity, I suppose, is uh, the fact that it will actually be the 10-year anniversary in 2021 of the Crazy 81, who were the first uh, team 10 years ago uh, to go out to the island and play that one. And I don't think it's been played by Paintball since then either. I know there's been a few Airsoft games on there, so, but uh, not Paintball. So hopefully uh, quite a few of the originals will um, be joining us once more um, on the island. Obviously, we didn't run the first one. That was courtesy uh, of Gorilla Paintball. Um, but I was actually there myself, and what a fantastic week that was. Anyway, that is the game updates. Um, yeah, so keep an eye on social media, and yeah, hopefully this social distancing, etc. will uh, pan out okay, and we can get back out playing. So, but again, before we, we get on to the uh, main interview with Reaper, I uh, just want to quickly touch on the work the UKPSF are currently doing. If you don't know, the UKPSF is the United Kingdom's Paintball Sports Federation, um, who have been doing a lot of work behind the scenes over the past few years to get paintball recognised as uh, an official sport. Why is that important? Well, there's lots of reasons why that's important, um, but it's only really been highlighted in the last few months with COVID-19 hitting paintball as it has. Many sports pastimes, etc., have been allowed to open up and uh, carry on because they come under the sports bracket. Unfortunately, paintball in the UK doesn't fall under a sport, so therefore we are a recreation. And uh, yeah, we're, we're actually still kind of on hiatus, not allowed to open. This has had a huge impact across the industry, not only for players, but um, really for for the industry as in site owners, such as myself. Um, I'm not allowed to open at all. And uh, the magazine and 
yeah, my income revenue has been completely cut off. I, uh, I've have spoken to quite a few other site owners as well who don't have access to any of the grant funds. Uh, so none of the loans, none of the grants, none of the self-employment. Some of them aren't on PAYE, so they can't furlough themselves. They're self-employed. And uh, yeah, we found ourselves in a pretty uh, uh, bad situation. So we're hanging on by the, the skin of our teeth to ride out this current pandemic, hopefully come out the other end still buoyant and still with a functioning business. That's really down to you guys as well. Players, please, please, please go out and support your local sites. Um, just go along to the games. If you are lucky enough to have been furloughed and you still have an income, brilliant. Um, hopefully you haven't been affected too much by this. If you are a key worker, hats off to you. Thank you very much. Hopefully you're on full wages and uh, you haven't been able to go out anywhere. So therefore you have lots and lots of money saved up and you've been buying lots of things during lockdown which you really want to get out and play with. So yeah, any games coming up, local sites especially, please go along and support them and uh, and they really, really, really will appreciate it. So yeah, if, if we were registered as a sport, we'd be open by now and we'd probably have access to a, a few other grants and fundings as well. I'm not going to go into that too much. Um, this week, I think um, there's going to be a live stream on Thursday with the UK PSF with Don and Leds and Ainsley, uh, who are all board members. Um, there's already uh, a Q&A session up on YouTube, which you can find if you search up UK PSF Paintball um, on YouTube. You should be able to find that on there. So lots and lots of information there. Please if you are not a member of the UKPSF, it is only £5 a year um, and we need to get 1,800 odd people signed up to, to get that a legitimate sport. At the moment, I think we have a few hundred. So long way to go and I know you guys are out there playing um, and it would be nice to actually be registered as a sport. So yeah, please sign up, support your local sites and uh, we'll get through this. So anyway, on to the interview. If you don't know Reaper, uh, what rock have you been hiding under? He is probably one of the only, in inverted commas, celebrities in paintball that's kind of recognized around the world. He plays not only America, but Euro big game, um, not come to the UK, which we'll discuss uh, later on. But yeah, it, it, most people know who he is. Um, this was recorded, um, where are my notes? This was recorded on the 29th of April. Wow, um, it has been a while. Um, so yeah, it was recorded a couple of months ago via Skype, I believe. Um, I did have some audio issues. Yeah, I know, I always have audio issues. So it's taken me a little while to polish this one up to, to make it really listenable. I hope it doesn't affect your listening too much. But yeah, there's a few glitches in there and uh, my audio keeps fading in and out for some reason. I don't know why I've got to get to the bottom of that. But this will also be the last recording for this season. Um, when we do start up again, when the game's uh, uh, recording, we will be doing some face-to-face -face interviews um, as we were back at the beginning of the season when, when we just kicked off. So sit back, enjoy this, and I'll get back with a couple of updates. Thank yous to our Patreon and our supporters at the end of this little chat with Reaper. Enjoy. Um, so yes, joining us now is uh, the Reaper. 
David, Justin, the Reaper. That is correct, isn't it? Well, yes and no. How's that? Yes and no. Explain. So um, I prefer just Reaper. And the reason I do that is because when you put the word the, except for you guys with hospital, but when you put the word the in front of something, you're kind of like taking ownership of it. And if I just say Reaper, that means there can be other ones out there, like because there are other players called Reaper. And I can't, I'm not going to walk around going, I'm the Reaper. I am the Reaper. There is no. only one in a no. Highlander style. No, dude, yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm Reaper. Um, I didn't give myself that name. I'll tell you how I got that. But what I'm saying is I'm Reaper. So there's a Reaper in North Carolina. There's a, a Reaper in, uh, in Oregon. There's a Reaper. They're all, they're all over the place. So I'm kind of more of for the player and just like, hey. I believe there's a there's a couple of people with call sign Reaper in the UK as well. So, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, that's like such a big ego to walk around going, the Reaper. But you know what? I'm going to tell you. Here's the deal. When you when you get to celebrity status and they need to, like, uh, like put you on posters and stuff or whatever, then they're always like, the Reaper, the Reaper. And I'm always telling them, just put Reaper, please. But exactly. So, whatever. That's, that's, that's what I that's, do. That's the longest intro we've had so far. <laughs> I like, do, do i win it do i win an award or something yes i'll send okay. you a uh, little medal or something <laughs> thank you i want to put a star in my refrigerator yeah um so the first <laughs> first question that we all get one um it's basically how you got into paintball and and uh, when it became more than just a kind of like rental day or something like that all right so uh uh 2008 um my kid 10 years old we were he's playing soccer and uh, we were driving through Beverly Hills and uh, uh, we saw like this garage sale, which there's never garage sales in Beverly Hills, but there would happen to be a garage sale. And uh, uh, I was looking at one thing. My kids were looking at all this, this paintball gear and the guy was telling my kid, he goes, yeah, it's paintball. And I go, what's paintball? And he goes, you shoot each other. And, and they, so they had basically had three sets of everything. That was like three. The guy had three sons and they grew out of it. So he had like three spiders, three pod packs, three whatever. And he goes, it's $100 for everything. I go, here's $100. And we took it home. And uh, the balls were like 10 years old. So they're like marbles. And uh, we didn't, the masks were off. We didn't have masks. We were just in the backyard with this, the, the CO2 tanks. And we're shooting each other. And the balls were like sticking into the wall. And we're like, wow, this is amazing. So we went, to, we went to a park the next week. And they set us straight about FPS and life and paintball. But I got a picture of myself when I first got hit. And I, you can see that I drank the Kool-Aid. You can see that means that I, I fell in love with it. Okay. And so that's kind of where I fell in love with. That's where I got that's where I got the bug. That's where I started going. And then you went from there to obviously like attending a park. Yeah. So then um, I uh, I went to um, our local park here and uh, and I started uh playing but not with pistols uh, the, my first gun i had like was a spider or something like that i started playing then i started seeing like maybe people with pistols and that kind of thing and i'm like wow this is that's really cool and i just started like i really like this because you know when you get into our sport and it, it catches you and you're like wow then and then you, your mind starts going well where can i buy this and what can i do okay so uh I, uh, I, the first pistols I, I purchased were Tiberius. Do you know, do you know per, yeah. Tiberius? And then yeah. the, uh, they had the T8 and then the, the T8, T8. 9.1 afterwards. Yeah. It was the T8, T8.1 and then the 9, uh, the 9.1. Yeah. So I, I, 
I'm a uh, an entrepreneur by spirit, and so I called them up and I said, "Hey, you know, uh, can you sponsor me, whatever?" And they gave me like a discount or something, whatever. So, but what happened was um, I, I fell in love with it, and I I called a friend of mine up, and I don't you probably know who he is, Gary Baum from Paintball Photography. Yeah, I know Gary. Yeah. Okay, so um, I uh, uh, I've known Gary since the early '90s. Now, again, this is 2008. We've played, we've, we've mountain biked together. We've done all the stuff. He's never spoke about paintball, never. So then I, I call him up and I go, dude, have you heard about this thing called paintball? And he goes, uh, yeah. yeah. He goes, I know how you are. Just, just be a player. I go, no, 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 no. I've already got these ideas. It's going to be great. And he goes, okay, go check out this website called paintballphotography.com. And I went, I go, oh, this guy's amazing. He goes, yeah, that's me. I go, dude, you never told me. Why did you tell me about this? And he goes, don't talk shop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, it's like Fight Club. You know what I'm saying? He just he's an orthodontist really big in the community and he just doesn't want to to bring those so he goes, "Okay, he goes, just, you know, uh, go go play but don't don't go anything past playing." And I said, "Okay, I'm going to like just hang on. I'm going to go just uh I I can't. I can't just go past playing cuz I already got this idea." So at the time, um there was the um SPPL. Did you ever heard of them? Yes. Uh, it was yep. a Scenario Paintball League, and then there was the NPPL, right? So then the, uh, uh, I said to Gary, I go, listen, there's nothing in the middle. There's nothing for a rec ball player, like a, a son and a dad to get together or, or that kind of thing, or just rec ball players playing. I said, I'm going to create something. I'm going to call it the WTL, the Woods Ball Tournament League. And uh, he goes, listen, I'm not, I'm not behind you on any of this stuff. He just, you, you just, he, he wanted to basically... See if I was really had the the what do you call it the bollocks to uh, to actually go through with whatever. So I go, and so what I did was I, I created these flyers and I went to a I went to Hollywood Sports Park. Are you familiar with them? Yep. And uh, I don't know. I'm thinking like if you're going to go fishing, you have to go where the the like the the river or the lake, right? So I took these flyers and I I put them in Hollywood Sports Park. I left and about an hour later I get called from Geo or these guys uh, Geo's friends and. He goes, hey, Gio wants to meet you. I go, who's Gio? And they go, Giovanni. I go, what is it, like a mafia thing? What do you mean he wants to meet me? Like, and so, so he goes, uh, they go, yeah, just come down. I go down there. And so uh, uh, I go inside their office, and there's like all these big guys standing around like they're ready to jump on me. And he goes, uh, who the hell told you you could put flyers in my park? And I said, Gary. And he goes, Gary who? I said, Gary Baum. He goes, when do you want to start? So what it was was Gary is very connected with the industry. Yeah. He's an orthodontist, and he did all of their teeth. He did bear and everybody's teeth, right? So he's he's very he's endeared himself to that. So Gary was basically an angel on my shoulder. Geo became an angel on my shoulder, and from that moment on, I was just plowing forward. I was just like you know creating tournaments, doing this, doing you know. So this was like two thousand eight. You were literally garage sale picking up some secondhand equipment and and then wh when did this become the kind of was it the, uh, year later so, no no about six months later six months crikey six six months later i created my the first and we, and we did the first game at hollywood sports park and what i decided to do again i don't i'm not a sports guy um, i have no idea about referees i got none of that kind of stuff so everybody told me if you want to do a real paintball event you need to get professional referees because people wipe I go, what are they wiping? What do you mean? Why <laughs> goes, would they do that? I know, exactly. I said, what is this cheating thing? So I said, okay. So I called the, uh, a friend of mine who knows the guy that uh, is the head ref at the NPPL. He, and we, we brought in seven NPPL refs. 
And so we had, it was seven men, seven minutes, seven NPL refs. And I had more media on me because I was the new kid on the block. All the newspaper, all the magazines, everything that was, you know what I'm saying? Was bam, was on me. And uh, we, we did it. We knocked it out of the park and we had an amazing time. And again, because I'm a Peter Positive or Pollyanna or whatever you want to call me, I don't look at the past or, you know, this doesn't work. I just like, this is my idea. I want to do it. And that's how I always have done life and in paintball. So it worked because I didn't care about fail. And then I, I saw that the paintball community embraced it because there wasn't anything like that. And I was in. I said, I love you guys. Let's, what can I do? Let's just have some more fun. I, I do find that um, if, if you have an idea and you don't do it, someone else will yeah you know you'll you'll be forever looking back kind of thinking like oh but i had that idea it's like yeah but you it's, didn't go out it's there the, and, uh, it's the could that. it's the could have would have should have i uh, syndrome and uh sorry that doesn't I, I can't even spell those things yeah yeah uh, i mean yeah i i do yeah i i've done a few events and, and things like that and uh not all of them have gone swimmingly to plan but a fair few of them have you know and uh, yeah you just gotta plow ahead and do it and cross your fingers and hope that people rally around and support you right i i think a lot of times too well in england i think it's different because you guys are really kind of um how do i say this um what's it called where you're like we're a little bit more in america we're a little bit allowed to blossom and to you know and like i want to try this i want to the entrepreneurial spirit uh, gun ho and you guys are kind of more like mate you're a wanker. What do you think you're doing? You're like, oh, but but we say that to our friends as well. So, okay, so you know, we berate each other. Um, you berate, yeah, best, exactly. Best exactly, and 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 that can be sometimes it can be because uh, I have a lot of friends all over the world, and so I I see that a lot of times where some people are just not they don't have that American spirit of just like you know, hey, I think I can create a car factory, and then people in England would be like, yeah, sure. Oh, who do you think you are, Henry Ford? Like yeah. like. Yeah. And so I don't I never heard those things in my head. And so and I don't believe in failure. I believe in learning, not losing. So I just plow forward and say, let's do it. And here we are now. How do you have? OK, well, that's all the time we have. So thank you very much for coming on the show. And, uh, <laughs> that's it. We're so anyway, um, uh, you were asking me also, like I, you, you were going to ask me where I got my name or the, the unit or no. Actually, yeah, well, the, when when did when did the uh the kind of i suppose yourself the character the personification of of uh, Reaper, uh come out was it a fully formed idea of how no. you wanted to represent yourself or was it something that kind of organically grew okay so um uh hang on a second uh so um when i started playing i mean before the Basically, there was parallel things happening. Uh, the, the the WTL or that that thing was happening, or or you know was going on. But but I'm also like, so basically, I started off as a player, and I still am a player. So while the WTL was happening, basically on the weekends, I was still playing, doing my stuff and everything. And so I started. Um, uh, I got I got involved in two pistols, and I I like to wear black. It was just because they were like baggy kind of uh, pajama kind of things. And I was out there just playing with whatever. And uh, this guy who had a, had a team, he, uh, he came up to me and he goes, hey, we're on, like, uh, we got a team and uh, you want to join? I said, no, I'm not a team guy. 
you know, saying, well, you kind of look like uh, the, way, the way that you creep up on people is like kind of like you're like the Reaper. And I said, uh, oh, that's interesting. He goes, well, do you have a paintball name? I go, what's what is what are you talking what's, about? What is that? What is that? What are you, what are you, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm a balls. Is that a paintball name? Because they're balls? I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, no, no, in paintball, everybody has like, you know, call cool signs. Sign. Yeah, yeah. And I go, no. He goes, well, I think that you should be called Reaper. I said, well, that's cool. Um, so that was it. So he kind of gave me my name and um, uh, that was it. But so basically, um, I play with uh, two pistols and um, I've been playing with them since pretty much the start. And I was in the Israeli army um, and I learned this is 1986. And, you know, you, you learn about things. You learn about training. You learn about close quarter combat. You learn about all that kind of stuff. So it's my nature, I guess, to play that type of thing. I don't play uh, like, you know, with a hopper and, and using, you know, thousands of balls, that kind of thing. Uh, when I got my pistols, they were, uh, they were basically seven shots. So I had 14 shots. I had two pistols. So I had to learn how to be really like uh, stealthy or in playing paintball, which, you know, I already kind of was with learning it from the basically from the army. But um, but the, the park that I would play at was all houses and buildings. So I would do that. I would look I would look for shadows on the ground. I'd listen for things. I, and I became really good at what I was doing. And that's what, you know, people were, that's why he said, hey, like Reaper. And uh, yeah, I just really enjoy that part of the sport. I've never been into the, uh, you know, blah kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I got the name. And then the clothes kind of just, I didn't go, okay. Uh, Cause I'm not, like I said, I'm not a sports guy. I'm also not a Marvel DC comic uh, nerd. I got no idea about that world. I, I don't really know about star Wars, star Trek, nothing. Everything that I do is kind of just like my own thing, and so I don't I don't do cosplay. I'm not a um, larper, and so I go. Uh, no, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm gonna like you know I'll put this on, and then well, um, I'm getting shot in the I don't know what you guys call it, the huevos rancheros. I'm getting shot down there, so I got to <laughs> put like so I started wearing a long shirt that would cover that area, and I could put a protection there. I got shot in the neck, and then the paint was going through the mask. So yeah. I said, well, what if I put like this, you know, skull thing on there? And then, well, I'm getting hit in the head. Man, this hurts, right? I'm hearing the angels sing. So I put a, I put the helmet on. And you can actually see, if you go back on my, on my Facebook, you'll see the genesis of this, you know, how it's created. Like I, I had like just a, basically a long shirt with no kilt. I had like just a helmet without the goggles. And, and then so it kind um, of grew, grew out of necessity, really. Well, yeah. And then, and then it kind of like it started to look, kind of look cool. And I go, well, I like that German, like, World War II look, like, you know, where you put the, 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 uh, the goggles on top of the helmet. I said, that looks pretty cool. So I did that. And, I, and so, yeah, I just started building it. And, and uh, I, it, it, around 2014, um, actually, Gary Baum, um, we were doing a paintball event at Hollywood Sports. And I came through, like, this wall or this thing. And he goes, stop. That's, that's like that shot. So he took a picture of me. And uh, it was a really nice picture, and I posted it. And um, Ashley, uh, Hidden Hedgehog, he contacted me. He goes, hey, would you mind if I, if I do something with that picture? Like, and I go, yeah. So he created like a poster. I don't know if you've ever seen that picture. It's like kind yeah. of like a – so that was Ashley's work. And I go, dude, that's fucking awesome. I go, I go let's do this. Let's make it into a poster. We'll put Titman across the top because I was, I was sponsored by them by then. Uh, yeah. And so – 
we put Tim in across the top, and I and I and I put the saying, um, uh, "Built for fun, designed to last." Right? That was my saying. And so we put his uh, logo at the bottom and Gary's logo at the bottom. We made a poster, and that's kind of when Brad Pitt came to my house and said, "You now are a celebrity." <laughs> <laughs> you have so, been adorned as as, 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 as a celeb. As a celebrity. So basically, 2014 is kind of when things popped. Before 2014. I was doing like I said the Woods Ball Tournament League. I was just playing. I was just being like a, just an average Joe, but I was always involved in the paintball world. So when people look at celebrities and they go, uh, "Wait a minute, you're an instant celebrity. You did the," I said, "Not really, because I've actually and still actually a player. I love our sport. I love our community. And this celebrity thing just happened. It didn't like." Um, you know, it's not like you sign up for it. It's not like you go to school and go, uh, yeah, so do you have any applications for celebrities? I would like to become one. So basically, like you would be doing it anyway, regardless of whether, exactly. you know, you whether, were being put on posters or, or, or producing online content. You would still be out there playing. I, that's and, and and I was, in fact, I was doing this before Facebook was like, was like a real big thing, before social media, before YouTube, you know. Before, well, before obviously what we have now. So me, I was just doing it for fun. I was just like, I would post maybe a video every like I don't know once a month. Of, I had a really shitty camera and I had two pistols. But but Tipman saw that like uh, like 2008, 2009. Tipman saw that and said, Hey, you're that guy with the pistols. Let's let's sponsor you. And I said, Okay. So the sponsorship was like this. Imagine if. Um, uh, all the activity was happening in, in Bristol or in London, and I lived in Alaska. That's how much the sponsorship was worth. It was just like they didn't do anything. They didn't send me. They didn't, you know what I'm saying? So then um, around 2014, 15, something like that, they finally said, uh, hey, uh, do you want to uh, come out to Living Legends? We'll fly you out, uh, but then the rest is on you. You got to get to Living Legends. You got to find a hotel. You got to, and I'm like, okay. So I got there and I put my poster up. They had like a little uh, area for me. And that was at that moment I realized where uh, I had made an impact because there was like lines of people wanting to get my autographs, pictures, and, and Tippin saw that. And they were like, oh man, okay. You know what I'm saying? So basically, that's Living Legends. I think it was eight or not, I forgot what it was, 2015 was kind of where that was my in in Los Angeles we call it a quinceanera uh, that's called the coming out party in, in Mexico so that was kind of my quinceanera and that's kind of where you know things took off yeah I, I, I do remember um, 2007 2008 um, I attended um, Hell Survivors in, in near Detroit and Oklahoma D-Day so I was, I was out in the States not at that time it was uh two dollars to the pound we we were happy um, <laughs> and uh, i do remember paintball really kind of especially the kind of scenario side of things um and i know tournament was kind of building up to something quite big and and it was kind of i guess we were on a bit of a crest of a wave at that point and uh i do remember the guys at tipman when we were out at um health survivors and oklahoma d-day and um brent cunningham was the guy that really looked yes. after us when yes. we were out there yes and yes brent he couldn't do enough for us right. uh, and it was the other guy eric eric garbers yeah yep. um he he was the guy on the ground sort of sorting yep. out yep. Hit and, and stuff yep. like yep. that 
we flew out with um, no gear, basically. And we bought, because obviously the, um, the, the dollar was quite weak to the pound at the time, we just flew out to the States and bought all of our equipment out there. <laughs> and just like well yeah we weren't we weren't too sure about the gun laws and things because obviously the gun laws are quite strict in the uk so we yeah. weren't 100 percent sure whether we were going to get all of our kit back or whether it was going to be cut up into bits or or what so yeah we bought it all out there and crossed our fingers on the way back in but yeah, yeah. I, I, definitely key to to making that kind of trip happen for us brett, brett was he um uh uh so when at when i was at that event um when i was at the living legends event and eric was uh he was, I'm putting in air quotes, my handler. So basically like in 2009, kind of, that's when I became sponsored by Titman. But um, really it wasn't, uh, again, it was just like uh, they were, you could, they gave me, they would send me TPXs. Basically they wanted me to use their pistols instead of Tiberius pistols. Yeah, sure. So, that, so they, that's the sponsorship. Oh, I'm sponsored by them. Ooh. So, um, but basically what happened was at the Living Legends, they, uh, Eric saw, the appeal that I had, what was going on. They also saw how I was working with the audience and, you know, like, dude, I've been doing stand-up since the early nineties. Right. So I know how to work a crowd. I know how to make people happy and it's just part of my nature. So I'm, um, I'm doing all this stuff and then towards the end, and I'm also helping set up the booths and I'm helping break things down and clean. I'm doing everything. So at the end of the, that event, he goes, Hey, I'm going to introduce you to a friend of mine. He'll be calling you in, in like in a week. His name is Brent. And uh, he's our international sales guy. And uh, just, you know, chat with him. I go, okay. So about a week later, I get a call from Brent Cunningham. He goes, uh, hey, Eric told me about you. He goes, do you have a passport? <laughs> I go, um, I do, actually. I travel to Israel a lot. I do have a passport. And he goes, all right. He goes, the reason, well, the reason I'm asking is a lot of Americans don't have passports. I go, yeah. He goes, okay, I'm going to send you tickets, and we're going we're gonna to fly you into Belgium. And then from Belgium, I'm going to give you an address, and then we're gonna we're gonna send you to a we're gonna go to an event in France. And I said, "You got the right guy. What's going on? What what <laughs> like this?" And uh, he goes, "No, we we we've been watching you." And that's the thing is that when you create something and you don't do it for publicity or whatever, you just do it because you love it. Love it, yeah. It it shows. It shows, and the right people see it, and that's it. If you're listen, I'm gonna go off to a tangent here, but especially today in social media world, there's a lot of people who are basing their, their world on their likes and subscribes. And so they're like, you know, they're, they're like, I've got a million likes. I got this. How come I can't be like Reaper? How come I can't? And if you look at my likes and subscribes, I have the lowest. I'm like the, um, like, I guess one of the, like the big guys in our sport. And I have the lowest likes, the lowest subscribes, the lowest. I don't ask anybody to follow me or like me or none of that. So I think it's, it's, it's doing the world a disservice if people think that like, well, here's the matrix. If, if I want to be like Reaper, I got to do X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden they start looking and they go, wait, he doesn't do any of those things. <laughs> How the fuck am I going to be like him? <laughs> okay. So forget about your likes and subscribes. Do it from your heart. Be that person that you've just, just go out there and just have an amazing time. And then the universe or the people, the right people will find you. So basically that's what happened. I, was uh, uh, I got a call from Brent. He gave me an address. He gave me, a, a, they, they, they bought a ticket for me. Uh, this was uh, 2016, 2015, 2015. Um, I got, um, oh, uh, one little sidetrack here. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, 
I'm at Living Legends, right? I'm doing all I'm doing. I'm doing all this crazy, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. I've got this poster. And this guy comes up to me and he goes, um, uh, he goes, hey, are you that guy in the poster? I go, yeah. He goes, I want you to come to my event in October. I go, who are you? He's, he's my name's Romeo. I own uh, PayPal Explosion. I said, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm from Los Angeles. And he goes, well, it's another paintball park. It's about an hour from here. I go, wait a minute. You're that one that at this park, nobody gets to, I mean, there's like, there was like this rivalry basically or something. And Romeo says, I don't care about that. <laughs> he just showed up. And I go, I like this guy. Right? Yeah. He just like, I don't care about the bullshit, the llama drama. I don't care. I'm here. He goes, are you in? I go, yeah. He goes, okay, we'll be in contact with you. They sent me a ticket. I flew over to their place, whatever. So here's the deal. I, I get on the plane. I go to, I go to, I land in, uh, in uh, uh, Belgium. Nobody's there to pick me up again. He just gave me an address. I figured out how to get there. And I think it was like a test. I'm not sure to see if I could actually <laughs> make, it, make it on my own. Exactly. So uh, yeah, I figured out, I got there, I got off the train. He picked me up. We went, uh, we went into Belgium. We, I unpacked and uh, and then the minute I landed, we, we went to the, the, the Titman headquarters in Belgium and I was helping out. I was just I wasn't sitting there like, you know, what, what people would do today would be texting and saying, hey, selfies. I was like getting my hands dirty, helping them organize, getting the. So he saw that I was like legitimate about, you know, being part of the whole package. And uh, we went to um, we went to Vickering and yeah, uh, uh, yeah. and then uh, what's uh, and then uh, uh, Aztec was the other general, the Blue Falcons were there. It was a whole, you know, it was, uh, it was a crazy thing. So, but he saw again, even though I didn't speak French and I didn't speak whatever, whatever, he saw the connection I had with all these people. He saw the, he saw that I had fans in France and he goes, okay. So then he called up Dave and Marie in Canada and he says, okay, I got this guy for you. And then that was it. They probably, they just started sending me all over the world and they basically would just let me off my leash and they so said, just go, your thing. go be a reaper. And I started, I started creating in France. I created it, the Titman um, pistol challenge. I, that's where I started doing all that kind of stuff. And I just was like, yeah. And so basically I had a company who's willing to fund my craziness as far as all my ideas in paintball. And uh, then GI bought Titman and then GI was kind of like um, a, a speedball company. And then they're like going through their like deck of cards and they're going, who's this Reaper guy? And then, then Brent told them and then they go, okay. So then they, they basically cleaned out the other deck of cards and there was, we had, we ended up with like three or four, you know, other people. And then that was it. I started becoming the, the GI rep for, for them as well. So, um, I, I do know when, um, GI kind of took over a lot of the Titman kind of supported teams kind of faded mm -hmm. a little bit in, in, right. kind of not obscurity but they went on to to be uh, backed by other companies and and doing their own things or well okay. you know you do you know why free rides there's yeah. a lot of times what happened was <clears throat> excuse me a lot of times what happened was again <clears throat> um it's about setting the bar um when a company comes in gi comes in and they go this is the budget we have these are the assets we're working with what's going on what do these people do for us yeah. Do they do they do social media promotion? Do they are they are, are you know because yeah maybe maybe Titman just handed out blanket you know sponsorships. Hey, go out there and promote us. And GI came in with more of a logical standpoint of like you know business type of thing and said, hey, you know let's see what you guys are actually doing for us. Well, I had a pedigree. 
you know what I'm saying? They, they go, oh, oh, well, okay, well, Reaper is, you know, let's put him in the A-list, and then, you know what I'm saying? And then... Yeah, I do think a lot of um, uh, teams um, back in the day, they, they had their sponsorship, put it in inverted commas, whether that's a, a full sponsorship or a support package or, right. or whatever. Um, but a lot of teams very rarely look at what they're doing for their sponsors. There you uh, go. They, you know, they'll take the discount gear, they'll take the, the right. package, and then they'll just go out and play, do their thing, and not really think much of it. Except maybe if they get on the podium, they'll say thank you to our sponsors. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I suppose to kind of really put your head above the parapet, you have to go that bit further. Like you said, helping out with the the, the stalls, um, sticking around at the end of, for pack-up, and, and, you know. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an interesting thing that... Um, Again, I'm not a sports guy. I've never even been a celebrity. So I, I didn't know there, there's what, what I'm going to tell you is this, is that um, I've watched celebrities because I live in Los Angeles, I live in Hollywood. So I've seen several celebrities, you know, all over the place. I've seen sports stars all over the place. And a lot of sports stars, they'll say, um, I'm not your role model. You know, don't you know, don't look up at me. Don't have your kids look up at me. Well, listen, you're already a public figure. You are a role model, right? Okay, so what's happening is a lot of celebrities and or sports figures, they were assholes before they became that. And <laughs> guess what happened when they became celebrities? They, they became, became bigger assholes. That's it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a nice guy way before all of, even just in life. And so then now you give this this guy a, 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 the golden key and say, hey, go do this. And now I'm kind of like Mother Teresa. I get a chance to like, wow, give everybody everybody else's money back to other people and, and like oh do you need a gun here take this one it's it's a natural right the thing yeah. is though if you look at our sport it's very 99% is guys it's very testosterone driven it's a very like you know in your face kind of macho you know screaming and then there's this guy who's goofy long hair from los angeles and and he's just wearing a kilt and he's just having an amazing time and it's, 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 it's changing the dynamic sometimes. People are like, wait, I could imagine, imagine that. Imagine if I was like this uh, real macho kind of asshole and GI or Tipman sponsored me and I was like out there like, like this. I don't think I'd have the, 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 uh, the fan base or the whatever. It's like the approachability. <clears throat> the approachability. Yeah. And again, listen. I know there's some celebrities in our sport that don't have the approachability. They have very aloof kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm up here. You're not, you know, I'll sign an autograph with him. Dude, I, I drink moonshine with the guys in North Carolina. I like, I go to their parties. I'm, I, if you ever see me in Europe, I drank, I fell as I, I got knocked out on the, the thing and, and they took pictures of me and I posted those pictures. I know. know I, 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 I've seen the Northern Alliance drink. Okay. Uh, I'm fully aware they have sampled my moonshine at many a game as well. Okay. And, uh, still stood up. Right. So much respect but, to those guys. Yeah, but the, the thing is, though, I don't hide any of that. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I, I mean, for haters to attack, I don't understand because all I'm doing is playing paintball. I'm having a great time, but I'm, I'm giving back more than I'm, you know, getting. I'm just like, damn, like that, like that. So again, if, if, if I was trying to like hide, like, you know, oh, you don't, don't, don't look at me drink or don't look at me this. Yeah, I can understand, but I'm not, I'm one of you guys. I'm a player. I'm still a player. I just in a position that I can promote our sport more than maybe the average Joe. Yeah. 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 I, I, it just makes perfect sense. I mean, he's saying, um, 
obviously you were at Veckering um, and several games when you, you started out, um, mm-hmm. sort of 2014, I suppose. 14. Um, I'm kind of, I'm surprised we haven't bumped into each other at some point because uh, I've played well, I don't, uh, Hajimon, I don't, Veckering. I don't, uh, I don't swing that way, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't bump into you. I'm just joking. No, not, um, not that, not that kind of bump. Oh, not that. Not, oh, is that what you got? You guys don't say that in England. I'm just joking. No, I'm just no. <laughs> okay, just joking. Um, no, actually, you know, it's interesting. Um, I do play Europe a lot. I haven't played England, um, but and then in the states. But uh, yeah, oh, I guess we haven't. But maybe we will after this. Uh, maybe this season or maybe next season because. I know one of your bullet points is England, so I'll let you. I'll let you bring that up. Well, yeah, I mean that, that comes. Yeah, basically, what what are your plans for 2020? As we know, things aren't quite as they should be, and many event has been postponed, cancelled, struck off, or uh, etc. And yeah, I was going to ask if if you had any plans um, for UK or, or if you had any games, not just UK but um, Europe out of, outside the US that that you kind of it's kind of on a bucket list maybe that you'd like to tick off at some point. There's a lot of questions there in one question. <laughs> I don't have a bucket list, first off. I just do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? The second, as far as England is concerned, yeah, we're working on some things, whether it's mayhem or, or, or east versus west or what do you guys call it? Uh, North versus south. Whatever. Anyway, um, it, one of those things. We're, we're, we're working on those ideas. I'm working with Paul Banks, um, and maybe. We'll see. The problem is, um, for this year, probably not. I've got Europe coming up in October because they pushed the Euro Big game up back till October. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the problem with this year, though, is I've got um, uh, Chicago twice. Uh, Canada's been completely canceled because they're probably going to be locked down until December. Can you believe that? So they're going to be locked down. And I've got some domestic games here. Um, so... Um, yeah, it's basically maybe like a handful of games. 2021 is probably when we're going to work on like, you know, a full the full schedule and maybe get England in there and that kind of thing. Because there's a lot of um, park owners and players that we've been talking with about that, about getting me over there. Um, and they're GI, you know, they're GI fields too. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, it doesn't have to be a GI field. I, in fact, I don't know if you know, how do I say this? Okay, <clears throat> when people see me, they, they, I, the impression that everybody says is that they automatically look at me as a GI guy. I'm GI, I'm Titman, and that's just it. But I don't wear, I mean, I'm wearing a shirt right now that's GI, but I'm not like wearing a flag around me that says GI kind of thing. I don't push it down people's throat. I'm paintball. I love paintball. But the thing is, though, I am connected to GI. I am, I am but their G- big GI celebrity. have afforded you that opportunity to go out and, and do your thing. So and yeah, and and, and I'm sense. so and yeah and I, I I have I've endeared myself to them because of that. I just I love these guys. I love everything that they, they do. Um, but again, um, it's not like I'm wearing the flag and you know like you know it's got to be a GI. Field. I've been to fields that weren't GI fields. I've been because I'm there to help people. So the way that I always say that is like if the if the me and the park owner can work out a situation where I can go there. Then I'm in. I've been to par- I've been to parks where they weren't GI fields, and there was maybe maybe 50 people showed up, but they flew me out, and and we made the effort. You know what I'm saying? We we just that's what I'm just saying. I'm in for the players. I'm in for the community. Yeah, yeah. So there's no there's no like events or countries that you'd like to kind of uh, are on your radar. I, I know you said that England maybe, um, but uh, well. Um, Actually, Poland. I mean, there Poland. That there's a big game there. That's SBG. 
that might be a, an interesting thing. Um, Russia might be another one that I might want to think about. Russia but is fantastic. Russia, <laughs> I've been maybe, a couple yeah. of times. It's really, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really crazy, right? <clears throat> yeah, Gary um, Gary Baum is constantly uh, pushing me. Come on, man. That's, that's going to be the next one. And uh, there's like visas involved. It's an invitation. It's a whole big thing, right? Yeah, I met Gary out out uh, at the Russia big game, a big game okay. maneuvers, um, quite a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, it's just funny bumping into him out there as well. Um, so yeah, I that that might be it. Uh, I played in Israel. I played um, like in uh, dude. I played all over the place, and um, I uh, I don't know. I just to me, it's more of a matter of. Uh, I guess I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it like I'd like to see Tahiti, maybe Fiji. And I, I kind of just look at it as uh, I'm really super focused on on my show and all the stuff that I do. And if a, if a park owner says, hey, you know, and we can work it out, I'll do it. But it's not like I'm not that kind of guy. I, because I played all over the world, I'm not like going, uh, okay, yeah, I got to like play at this abandoned so-and-so and so-and-so. I think all parks are great. So, yeah. I mean, I've yeah i guess i've played in a lot of paintball parks all over the world and uh one of the downsides to playing paintball events or attending a paintball events is you don't really get to see a lot if you're just going out there for the event you don't really uh, get to see a lot of the culture or or, or the right, the country because right. you're in you, you play the game you see the park right. and one paintball field looks a lot like another exactly <laughs> it does yeah if you happen to be uh, maybe the wildlife is a bit different um mm. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so I completely well, see your point of view. It's yeah. like it's a game you, you kind of go and attend. Well, that's what it is. And 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 the funny thing is that I travel so much that you know I don't know if you ever see the, uh, like the I don't know if it was like um, uh, oh, what was the thing I forgot the name of it. But it was basically like a rock star will go to a um, like in front of the audience and he's in Oklahoma, right? And he'll go, "Hello, Cincinnati," because it's like he's like he's in the wrong state, right? But <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like. You He's forget like, temporarily. Exactly. So I w- I travel so much, so sometimes it happens. So what I do a lot of times is I try to get there maybe one or two days. Well, if it's a European event, maybe like maybe four days before. I try to get there like a couple of days before and then go visit the people and the culture and hang out and, uh, you know, really. Jet lag. <laughs> actually, I'm going to tell you this. I really you don't, don't get jet lag. I don't suffer. I Because I hit the okay. ground because I got to run, dude. I got to hit the ground and run. A lot of times. I go to an event like, and it's, the event is on Friday, and I land Friday morning, and I have to leave Sunday night. I got no jet lag, and I got to work on Monday, so I no, I, I, I don't have time for that. Power through it. Yeah, I just power through it. Um, but uh, yeah, so what I try to do is, um, I'll go out like in Canada. We'll go out to uh, to uh, like the local restaurants or something. Or I'm I, I'm I'm goofy. I don't know if you've ever like like seen the kind of stuff that I do, but like. In Canada, to give you an example, they have a they have, they have their own. It's called Canadian Tire Dollars. Um, it's very very famous. It's just this company that makes. Uh, it was a promo that they made. It's a it's a uh, tire company, and they made their own money, kind of funny money. And so I was pretending as an American. I didn't know. I thought this was Canadian money. So people were videotaping me. I'd go to like like restaurants and stuff and try to pay. And we were trying to get the 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 the, the face the the you know like a. a how that person looked when they were trying to receive the money. And we did a whole series of that where we just posted it up about, I was being naive. And so North Carolina, you know, the moonshine or, or I was in, I was in full Reaper gear one time and I went to like a Walmart and it was during Halloween. And I stood in the, in the, the Halloween section with my full Reaper gear with a, with a price tag. And so, 
that's what I do. I, I go to an event and I, I, I just, I grab the players and I go, come on, let's go do something crazy. Like, so that's my that's, world. I think that's the kind of, uh, uh, the youthfulness mm -hmm. of taking it too seriously and just knowing that, um, it is a game and people are there yeah. just, just to have fun and to have a laugh. And, right. uh, if you lose sight of that, I think sometimes you lose sight of um, why you're there. So I'm talking more specifically for scenario games and, and mm -hmm. things like that, rather than, right. you know, your, your kind of top level tournament. And that's a slightly different. Right. Well, but, I yeah. look at it. Well, I look at it this way. Here's my motto. Make friends, not fans. OK, so I, I, I have people that whatever you call them, fans, whatever. I've got people that, that PM me all the time, call me. Because I give out my Reaper card when you get shot. Actually, yeah. has my phone number on it, so they can call me. And so people call me from like what Oklahoma, and they go, "I can't believe I'm talking to you." I go, "I can't believe I'm talking to you." Like this, like this, like. So I'm in. I'm in. I mean, listen. Yeah, I'm a celebrity, and I and I use that word like as tongue in cheek or whatever else. I don't know what else you would call it. I mean, I'm an ambassador. I'm a celebrity. What would you call it? Where this guy is doing what he's doing all over the world for, and, and he has. I would say a personality. Yeah, you're, okay. you're a known person. Um, people recognize um, Reaper as as paintball. People, yeah. Are, um, I, I think you've nailed it with the the twin pistols and and the logo you have basically sums it up. I mean, right. people see the logo regardless of whether they play um, tournament yes. or scenario. Maybe not right. so much the tournament guys, but I know majority of people would see the logo. And they would have come across it at some point if they are right. on social media or they play paintball for any, right. you know, length of time. Well, here's the thing also is like um, the shoot you soon that that came about like I think it was like 2000 and maybe 10. I'm not sure. Um, I just like I was playing a game with you know, we were playing a rec ball game. And just jokingly, I said to a guy, hey, I'll shoot you soon. Like, you know, because I was being really cocky. And then that light bulb went off and I go, wait the fuck, wait a minute. Like, that's like, so I went and I, I Googled shoot the letter U and soon and it was open. I mean, nobody had taken the dot com. I'm like, wait a minute. The Internet's been around since how long? Photography has been around for how long? Airsoft. How come no one took that name? So yeah. that name was I just took the name and I and I basically just took my helmet, put it on the ground and put two pistols next to them, took a picture of it. And I said, oh, that looks cool. And then a guy, his name is Andy Fortune. He's in um, Canada. He goes, do you mind if I toy around with your logo that you did? And he was the one that put like more of the detail in the, in the, in the skull and that kind of. And again, I'm not a big ego guy. So I'm like, go ahead. And I give him credit. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. I created that logo and people love that logo. So I, now I have a brand. I have a logo. I have a look. I have a, a, a personality. I've basically created a business. It's working. I mean, like you said, you, you, we touched on it briefly before you do, you always get the people that kind of, I don't know whether it's jealousy or, or yeah, they're just negative jealousy. people, but um, you know, you're always going to get these people that criticize you and, and kind of go, Oh yeah, that guy's not so much. Um, but it's very difficult to, for those people to take that stance when you're a friendly, jovial, approachable yeah. person. Or how, about, how about this? <laughs> I never, and I never say that I'm the best player. In fact, what do I do? I reward players for shooting me, right? If I give you a, a Reaper card, if you shoot me, not only do I, I'm probably, I'm walking towards you and I'm still getting shot up by people, but I'm giving you a Reaper card. And at the end of the day, I get all those people together. We put the, ba the Tipman banner out and I give them all prizes from my sponsor. So now hang on a second. 
again, I'm reversing everything here. I'm not, I'm not this huge testosterone, big base monster, right? I'm just a nice guy. I'm rewarding you for shooting me, which is the opposite in our, our, you know, people are always like, no one can shoot me. I'm the best player. I'm like, congratulations. I'll give you a hug for shooting me. I've put everything on its ear. I flipped everything over and I got to the top. And this is one of the things that kind of um, uh, the scenario side of, of paintball or rec ball, um, some of the, the, the best games, the, the most fun games haven't necessarily been the games that you are on the winning side or you win mm-hmm. or you, um, you know, because you're just having fun. You're mm-hmm. just out there shooting people. And, and there's moments within that maybe six to eight hour game that are highlights for you. Whereas, you know, if you are playing on a semi-professional kind of paintball speedball field, you know, if you have a bad day, you have a bad day and you don't win. And, and that kind of does affect your kind of morale. Whereas, yeah, a, a, a scenario game. That's why I love scenario paintball. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it doesn't matter whether you win or lose. Winning is nice, but you just have a great day and you're with mates. And I, and I think the the social side of things, the camping, the you know, going mm-hmm. out, having a few beers, like you said, drinking the moonshine with new friends and right. meeting people is, is part of the paintball experience for that scenario side of things. It all comes as part and parcel. Um, being connected with Gary Baum, um, I get a media pass or, or, or when I do, the, I do the NXL and I get to go into the pits and I know all these guys. I know Ryan, I know Ollie, I know all these guys, right? But I know them not because of me going to the pits, because I played with them in scenario events, uh, Ryan and Ollie and uh, uh, all these guys, uh, Dynasty, whoever, they, they have come to these events. And again, here's how I look and here's how I think the paintball world looks at it. Player respects player. You know what I'm saying? If you if you out there see me with pistols and I'm going against Ryan Greenspan and he's like, you know, snap shooting with like this, but I'm like out shooting him with pistols, then he respects me. I'm not in the parking lot signing autographs and saying, you know, oh, look at me. I'm the, I'm the king of the world kind of thing, right? So I've got to know all of these guys. And in doing so, when I go to the NXL events, you would think that I'd be like, no one's no one's Reaper is. No. All the vendors know who I am. A lot of the players, when I go, when I go to, the, to the pro pits, I, I hang out with the Russian Legion. I, I've, I've crossed over. I've endeared myself to both sides. And in doing so... I've tried to make paintball that much more cohesive. You know what I'm saying? That we don't have a us divide. And this is something we try and do with the paintball magazine. And 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 I see it myself. I'm seeing probably in the last six years or so, I've seen more <coughs> players and teams crossover from um, or not crossover. That's kind of the wrong word. Blend. Um, mm-hmm. They play Blend. all aspects of the uh, sport. So you've got right. teams that play sup air but they also play woods ball they also play scenario they also play mm-hmm. magfed games right you know right. And, and they play across the board you're always going to get the guys that only play scenario or only mm-hmm. play magfed and they'll never right. set foot on a sup air field right, but right. You, I, I would say the the vast majority of people sit in the middle and and they will play paintball for the sake of playing paintball so you'll see them at the nxl um mm-hmm. sort of uh, on on semi-pro or pro fields but you'll right. also see them at a big game you know running around with 400 other people i think the important part is is that um you know we all say just paintball is paintball i understand that and i understand there's magfed and pump and you know there's semi and there's auto cocker and auto mag listen i don't care <laughs> as long as the ball is traveling at the right fps i don't care how it hit me you know what i'm saying and i don't care if if i have a mag or just pistols basically i have extended bags right 
and, and I have to go against a guy that has like a, a max loader, right? Okay, that's fine. He he's at a disadvantage because he's using that as his like his his whole body is that like blah, and I'm at an advantage because I have to be sneaky. I'm at an advantage. I've got to work the angles, and I can come around behind him. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I I completely agree. With you. I I um I've probably told this story before on the podcast, but I I turned up to a game um quite local to me. Uh, it's called uh, UCZ um, Exeter. It's called the Bunker, and it's an old um World War Two UK kind of compound that they use for kind of radio i don't know during the war but anyway it's, it's now converted into a paintball center and uh it's urban so it's corridors buildings and all sorts now I, I forgot my marker and all i had was two pistols so i used my pistols and i gotta say it was so freeing freeing yeah <laughs> it was like i could move around yeah um, i could crawl through spaces that i never would have done with all my kit on yep. and you pick your shots you get closer yep. you you are sneakier and i probably yeah. and i i clocked this uh pretty soon um after the game i got more kills by playing an urban scenario game by using the pistols because i did mm -hmm. pick my shots i wasn't relying right. on the fact that i had 200 <laughs> balls to hide behind <laughs> Right. I had seven in each one. I had two silver Tiberius nines, uh, yeah. silver bodies with hammerhead barrels. So yeah, that was my, uh, and yeah, it was one of the best days I'd ever had. It was absolutely it's fantastic. It's, it, it's amazing. And it's, it's what I'm doing all the time. When I go to these, um, uh, to these events, I do pistol challenges. I do these, I, I get people involved and I say, I don't care if you use my pistols or if you use uh, whatever you're using, bring your own pistol. I don't care. And we have these quick draws. I do them in Mexico, Canada, Europe. And we do, we do like back to back quick draws, whatever else. And people go, wow, I've never handled the pistol. I say, and this is amazing. And you can see it in their face. They go, how much is this? Where can I buy this? What? And like, okay. So again, I'm sponsored by GI. I, I rep their pistols. But I do it in a nice way. I'm not doing it in like, you need to buy my pistols. Yeah, yeah, Here. buy this or else. Yeah. Just try it. And then that's all you need to do is let someone test drive the car and they're going to fall in love with it. Oh, yeah. There's, there are loads of companies out there that have taken that fully on board. Um, yeah. I know I know GI do it. I, I know Eclipse do it where they basically go, here's the the marker. You know, there you, you go. Enjoy it. You yeah. buy it. If you don't, then don't. You know, the onus is on you to, I don't need to sell it. It will sell itself sort of things. So. Exactly. So I think that they know, GI knows that just my presence alone, you know what I'm saying? Does it. It's not like I have to, uh, you know, again, I don't have to wear a big GI banner on my, sh my shirt. And then like, you know, ah, like this, they just see me walking around and they go, ah, ah, <laughs> and that's all. So there's the man. There's the man. So, so would, um, we're coming on to over 40 minutes now so we're gonna to have to wrap it up we've been chatting for ages um <laughs> <Me too. laughs> what's, what's coming world. up what's your next event then <clears throat> all going to plan if we can get back out and playing what's what's your next big event that you're going to be attending that you hope uh july june july probably um uh, maybe monster game in michigan i think um and then maybe uh world at war in uh chicago uh, July, August, uh, yeah, something like that. Maybe, uh, we'll see, uh, maybe, maybe Chicago, Michigan, uh, and then, uh, then probably, uh, uh, Europe. So and maybe you're a big game, maybe towards October time, the rescheduled. Yeah. I don't, I don't want, I don't like to use the word maybe 
on my schedule, I only use the word maybe if it doesn't happen That's for them, right. for them, not for them. I don't, right. So I, I, I keep it myself. I'm the handshake guy. If I'm going to shake your hand, I'm going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, 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 no one will hold it against you. It's if uh, things don't go according to plan, they don't go according to plan. And, yeah. uh, and you said, uh, going back to what you said, uh, the Woods Ball tournament that you did way uh, back when, when you kind of first started out. Yeah. Is that something that you'd ever return to? Would, it, would, you, would we ever see you in a Woods Ball or a Speed Ball kind of tournament setting? Is that something um, you'd go see, for? See me playing in it? Because I did play in yeah. my own tournament. But okay, or okay, so uh, okay, I've played, um, I have played in tournament. You guys call it SUP Air. We don't call it that. We call it a tournament because SUP Air is one company who creates those bunkers. Well, we, we call it SUP Air, Airball. Yeah, it's, it's all kind of interchangeable over here. We call it, it's, we call it's, it tournament. It's like yeah. calling a vacuum cleaner a Hoover or <laughs> a PA system Tannoy, you know. Or, or Kleenex or IBM, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, I have played um, in all different kinds of things. I have played in... Um, uh, you know, like tournament. I've played on. I've played on tournament fields with against tournament players. I've played in woods ball things. I've played in everything. I just play whatever, whatever it is. I play. So yeah, I've I've done everything. Ne- never say never. Then we might see you out there on a supper field. No, I think it's great. I think that uh, actually Nick Sloviak just uh, PM me. <laughs> okay. Hey Nick. Um, so uh, yeah, so I I do everything. Uh, yeah, and as far as the woods ball is con- uh, the tournament is concerned, I stopped that in 2014, but I might start that up again just for fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played against uh, I played against a lot of like you know high end speedball players, and also Ryan Greenspan has played against me in a pistol event. We did a pistol tournament, and he won. He 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 played against uh, it was 20 other pro player pistol guys, and he won. And he's never played pistol before because he was able to use all of his skills. Yeah. Raw talent, snap shooting. And uh, and then the pistol guys were pissed off. It's for the love of the sport, I think. But but again, it's the ego thing. It's that's the jealousy, the ego. If you can put all of that aside and just do this from your heart, I'm telling your listeners, I'm telling everybody, just like I told you before, just do it from your heart. And whether you succeed or fail, it doesn't matter. Just do it from your heart. And uh, yeah, you'll have a great time. As as we said uh, off off camera, you know, you get to the peak of your game, and the limos aren't always there. It's it's as long as you keep true to yourself, and it's for the yeah. love of the game, then you won't be disappointed. No, I tell people that. I tell, listen, I'm at the top of this 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 celebrity food chain thing, and uh, yeah, I get spoiled when I when you know I get nice hotels and I get like you know food and I get all that kind of stuff, but it's not like. NBA status. It's not, you know, like uh, it's not like uh, Manchester United status. It's just paintball status. It's just that they're they're thanking me, and I'm doing them a job. I'm I'm, I'm doing a job for them. I'm going there as a public representative for their company or whoever else, and saying I'm here to help. So, yeah. and they're compensating me for it. That's all. So, um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's fantastic to see you out there doing your thing and and your passion for paintball really does come through and you know you're, you're really doing it for for yourself um and and for the sport which is it's, it's humbling to kind of see that i've not met you before this is the first time that we've had any kind of chat one-on-one like i said we've been yeah. to all these events right. and we've all, we've been to like veckering and 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 places like that but never crossed 
cross paths. Never um, did the bump. Yeah, yeah, never bumped into <laughs> each other. Apparently, that means something completely different. Across I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. And and uh, um, we haven't, we will. And uh, yeah, I just listen. Um, I I can't. I guess I can't emphasize that enough. That um, this is a sport. This is this is not. There is a hobby part of our sport. This is a sport. There is it is a hobby part. But if you're going to get into the sport and you're going to help us make this thing a great thing, I, the analogy I do is really quick. Is that paintball is a big boat? Are you either paddling it or you're drilling a hole in it? Yeah. Okay. If you're drilling a hole, you're a hater, and the the the, the, the ha happier I will be when you jump off. Right. Let's just push this thing forward. And on that note. I'll say thank you very much for joining us. And uh, yeah, and good luck with uh, whatever the year holds for you. Thank you very we'll, much. We'll good. see you soon. I'll shoot you soon. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. So that was our chat with Reaper. Thank you very much, David, for joining me and having a chat. There's lots and lots of subjects we didn't get around to talking about. Um, but we hope you found that informative and interesting. Um, hopefully we'll have some more people lined up for season three, which will be coming out at the end of this year. But for now, it is goodbye. Um, we will be coming back with some live streams. I've recorded a few bits and pieces on video as well. Um which I'm going to put out, hopefully, if I've got the time. I am busy working on a couple of paintball sites. Um, one, my local site in Callington, on Target Games Callington, and we've just uh, taken over on Target Games New Key. So I'm working on that at the moment. You can follow me on Facebook um, for little silly updates and things like that if you surf up Martello Swasp. Or Paintball Magazine should be putting out a few kind of build videos of, of the site progressing. But anyway, enough waffle about that. Um, I just want to say thank you very much to everyone that's carrying on supporting our Patreon. I really, really do appreciate it. Obviously, we've been a bit quiet on the Paintball Magazine side, um, just because there's not really a huge amount going on uh, paintball-related at the moment. So not really much to report on. So yeah, um, as regards to a paper magazine coming out, we'll have to see how the rest of the season goes. Obviously, there's... Uh, um, bit of a, a gap in the season so yeah um can't really do much about that unfortunately but yes thank you very much to all our patreons really uh, appreciate the support if you want to order one of our isolation packs that's available on our uh, website www.paintballmagonline.com you can order that uh, for uk european and usa rest of world uh, delivery and um, please do select the correct ones and yeah um five magazines for for quite little uh, amount really so grab one of those whilst you can um i think that's pretty much it i hope you're all staying okay um hopefully we'll see you at one of the rescheduled games later in the year um stay safe everyone and yeah we'll, we'll see you very very soon Thank you very much. Bye.